name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And welcome you to our service today. We're very happy that you are here. And I invite you to keep your Bibles open to the Gospel of John, chapter 15. One of the things that I have learned as I have gotten to know the Chinese culture is that the Chinese uh, mentality is one to ask a lot of questions. Everyone asks why. Or how. Or how can I. There is a great curiosity. And it might help if I turn the microphone on. Is that a little bit better? Okay. I am, we're so glad that you are here this morning. And I'm going to ask that the Holy Spirit opens up our minds because we want to get into the scriptures this morning. And we want to ask some very important questions. We're going to ask why or how and we're going to look into God's word as the authority to answer some very important questions. So one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to turn the slide to the next slide. We've looked into God's word and we ask that the Holy Spirit would take God's word deep into our hearts. And we are asking ourselves today, what is a good life? Who has a good life? How can we live a good life? What does it mean to have a good life? So on your bulletin, there are a lot of questions in the outline. And one of the first questions is, what is the purpose of our life? Certainly, if we serve a living God, our life must have meaning and purpose. What is the meaning of your life? Certainly, it is more than just earning money and then living our lives and then dying. What is the purpose of our life on earth? Certainly part of the question was answered when someone asked Jesus about the purpose of life. And one time a young man said, you know, uh, what is the greatest commandment? 
And Jesus said that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. And he said the second greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as as yourself. And certainly the point of our life is so that God can work through us to do what needs to be done, what God wants to be done through us. And he wants to do this in the places that that he calls us to be. There will be a place where Jean is that I am not. There will be a place where my friend John Wilson is here today uh, that he does that I do not do. And I wanted to introduce him this morning as one of my friends. John, if you'll just stand and say hello to the people. When you ask, uh, many of you ask Dr. Litchie when I come, you say, did you run this morning? And this morning we ran six miles in the snow. But... The person that I run with is my friend John. And he is really the good runner between us. And I just try to keep up with him. God has blessed me with uh, some very, very good friends, and I have many good friends here in this congregation. Our purpose in life is to do the will of God. Now, one of the things I know about the Chinese culture is that that Chinese children love stories. And Chinese children are very, very curious. And so I would like to tell a little story this morning. And the story goes something like this. You, you know, many of you know that my wife Marcy likes to ride horses. Now, Dr. Litchie does not like horses. I'm allergic to horses. When I'm around her horse, I start to sneeze. It's not a good thing. But Mrs. Litchie likes to ride the horse. And the horse that she likes to ride has something called horseshoes. And they take steel horseshoes and they pound them with horseshoe nails. Onto the, onto the bottom of the feet. So when I talk about this little story this morning, I'm using the story about a horseshoe nail. And 
and for the want of a nail, then the 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 shoe was lost. 当人寻求马马钉的时候，他鞋马靴就丢了。If you do not have the horseshoe nail, then the shoe comes off. 当你没有那个马钉的时候，那个靴马马掌马靴。And if you do not have the shoe, then the horse is lost. 当马靴没有的时候，这个马就失败了。And in a battle, if you did not have the horse, then the rider was lost. 在一个战争中，如果你没有马的话，这个战争就失败了。And if you did not have the rider, then the battle was lost. 当你没有这样的一个骑呃骑骑兵的时候，你的战争就失败了。I'm hoping this is translating well. <laughs> And if you did not have the battle, then the war was lost. 当战争失败的时候，你这整场战役就失败了。All because of a missing horseshoe nail. <laughs> 全部都是一个丢失的马丁。One little thing can build upon another, upon another, upon another. You know, things are just one after another, one after another. And so, when we begin our study in God's Word this morning, we're going to take one truth and we're going to build it upon another, upon another, and upon another to answer some very important questions. So, today morning, when we study God's Word, we're going to take one truth and we're going to build it upon another, upon another, and upon another. A group of scholars one time decided to get. To, get together and write a, a confession of faith. Uh, there was a group of scholars who gathered together and wrote a confession of faith. Uh, there was a group of scholars who gathered together and wrote a confession of faith. Other than the Bible, other than the Bible, some call it one of the great documents that was ever written. 除了呃圣经，呃有很多人也把这本书称为很重要的，在学习真理中很重要的书籍。And the Westminster Confession of Faith is all kinds of questions. 这本书中有很多各种各样的问题。And the very first question in the Westminster Confession of Faith is, what is the chief end, or what is the purpose of human of human beings? Why why does God even create people in the first place? 书中最重要的一个问题啊，是关于生命的意义，人类啊存活的意义是什么 ？And the answer to that question, there are two points to that question on your outline. You have them there. 所以在你的呃大纲中有两个答案。What is the chief purpose of 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 life? 生命的意义在于什么 ？To glorify God. And the second is to enjoy God for how long? Forever. 永远来享受神的同在。So I have asked you the question sometimes: Do you enjoy God? 所以有的时候我会问你，你享受神与你同在的时刻吗 ？Do you enjoy your relationship with God? 你享受你与神的关系吗 ？Do you 
talk to God. Remember the people that you enjoy, you enjoy being with and you have conversation. Do you, do you share with God uh, some of the funny things in your life? Have you ever shared a good joke with God? Have you ever talked to God about the things that really trouble you? Have you asked God to bless somebody else in our congregation? That is called enjoying God. But I want to focus this morning on the first part of the answer, which is to glorify God. The word glorify means to magnify or cause it to become larger. Okay, so I want you to look up here for just a minute. And in my pocket, I have a magnifying glass. Now, why do we ever use a magnifying glass? Well, sometimes when you get my age and you get older, you need a magnifying glass. Because a magnifying glass causes something to be larger. Many children have a magnifying glass. Sometimes they look at insects or ants and they want to look at them and see what they look like when they're larger. Sometimes when you go into a doctor's office, they look into your ears with a magnifying glass. Because it makes things look larger. We used to sing a song that went like this. So I will try to sing it for you, okay? And Gene, you don't have to sing. Okay. It said, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, blessed Lamb of Calvary. Jesus gives us liberty. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And so what God... Oh. Okay, we've got time. <laughs> but basically what God is saying is take your life and magnify me. Magnify God. Glorify me. Make me larger in the places where you are. And so we begin our work this morning by asking the question, how can we magnify or how can we glorify God? And so we begin these questions around. The word glorify means to magnify. And it means 
to cause something to become larger. To extend or make larger the kingdom of God. For Christ to work in us so that we are transformed into his likeness. But the question is, is how can I magnify God? And this is where I want you to look into the scriptures. And in your outline is the first question, how can I magnify God? And Jesus says, in John chapter 15, verse 8, he says, this is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. And sometimes in your in your versions you may say, Jesus says, Here this is the way that my father is magnified, that you are bearing fruit. And so you see the, the, the verse in John 15, verse 8. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. And what kind of fruit are we talking about? We're not talking about good Chinese fruit. We're talking about the kind of fruit that is of this Holy Spirit. So when we talk about fruit, what are we talking about? So let's ask the question, what fruit? Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 talks about the fruit singular, the fruit of the Spirit is. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Let us read it together. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, gentleness and self-control. This is the fruit of the Spirit. And when this fruit is available, then God is magnified. God is glorified. Jesus said, This is the way that my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit. So now we have to ask another question. How can we bear much fruit? Isn't that a good Chinese way to do it? You ask the questions. <laughs> but how can I bear much fruit? And Jesus answers the question and he says in John chapter 15 verse 5 he says that I am the vine and you are the branches and if a man, if a woman remains that's the key word remains in me and I in him then 
then they will bear much fruit. Now that's an interesting word, remain. Gene, try it. The word remain. Abide. Verse 5. Verse 5. 15章15章我是葡萄樹,你們是枝子,常在我裡面的,我也常在他裡面,這人就多結果子,因為離了我,你們就不能做什麼。So that's an interesting word Jean and I were talking about the word remain or abide. What does that word mean? remain這個詞是什麼意思呢? The word remain comes from a Greek word, which is the word meno. And meno is a word that's very important for us to understand. How many of you had visitors over to your house at Christmas time? How many of you had people that visited your house and are still at your house? You see, most of the time when people come to your house, they visit for a little while. And you have something to eat, something to drink. You have some nice communication, and then you say good night. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Birthday, and everything else. So they come for a little while, and then they leave. But the word meno is a very different meaning. Jesus said that I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me, you will bear much fruit. That word remain is the word that you come to your house and live there. You come to that house and you stay. You become a resident of that house. And that is the word that is used here in this scripture. Jesus says, come into my house and live. And if you will come into my house and live in me, you will bear spiritual fruit. And if we bear fruit, then God is glorified. He is magnified. So the question is, how can I bear much fruit? And Jesus said, abide in me. Stay with me. Live with me. And when you live with me and abide in me, you will bear fruit. Alright, are we good so far? We understand all the questions? Let's ask some more questions.
can I abide? 我如何住在神那里面？ And John fifteen ten. In 十五章十节 And Jean's going to read John fifteen ten. 姐，你们若遵守我的命令，就常在我的爱里，正如我遵守了我父的命令，常在他的爱里 And what does the verse say? If you obey my commands, you will abide. You will remain in my love. 张天所说，当你来遵守我的命令的时候，你就住在我的里边。If we obey, we will abide. 当我们遵守命令的时候，我们就常住在里边。And if we abide, we will bear much fruit. 当我们常住在它里面的时候，我们呢就结更多的果子。And if we bear much fruit, God will be glorified. 当我们结更多的果子的时候，神就得到荣耀。If we obey, we'll abide. 当我们遵行的时候，我们就啊居住在它里面。There is an old song that we used to sing in the church. 在啊以前我们会唱一首歌。The title the title of the song is Trust and Obey. 这首歌的名字叫做信靠顺服。And you know how that many times in the church when we sing a new song, we say, "Let us." Sing the first verse and the last verse. 教会有时候在教会里唱歌的时候，我们会说，让我们来唱第一节和最后一节。Or maybe we'll say the first verse, the second verse, and the last verse. 或者我们会说唱第一、第二和最后一节。How many can remember having led songs like that before? 你们多少人会记得我们是这样来唱一首歌的 ？One day in a church service, the song leader got up and he said, "We're going to sing 'Trust and Obey.'" 有一天在教会中，呃，这样的带领者说，让我们来唱。And and we are going to sing the first, the second, and the last verse. 信号顺服这首歌，第一、第二和第四节。A little man in the back of the church stood up and he started to wave his hands. 突然在啊教会后边坐着的一个一个人，他就站起来说，等一下。He said, "Wait a second, please let me say something." 他说，等一下，呃，我有话要讲。Said my name is John Samus. 他说我的名字叫 John Samus. He said I wrote this song. 我写了这首歌 He said I wrote this song for the third verse. 我写这首歌第三节 Because many times the third verses of songs are very lonely. 你知道有的时候这首每首歌它第三节就有点孤单 And so I want to read you what the third verse says. 所以我想给大家读这第三节和这。He says, "But we never can prove the delights of His love until all on the altar we lay." 他说到说，我们当我们。Third verse. On the altar we lay, the 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 place of sacrifice. 当我们啊啊，我们永远都无法来。讲述神他爱的，嗯，他的大爱，直到我们有一天来，啊，来到他面前。For the favor he shows and the joy he bestows are for them who will trust and obey. 那些信靠顺服的人会得到神的喜悦和他的嗯祝福。
those who will trust and obey. And that song goes, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Because if you obey, you will abide. And if you abide, you will bear fruit. Fruit, you will glorify God, and that is what is, is our chief purpose in life. So, in our life, the most important thing is when we believe in God, we abide in Him. When we abide in Him, we will produce fruit. When we produce fruit, So, I want to call us as a church to love Jesus enough to obey Him. So, today morning, we call our brothers and sisters to love Jesus enough to obey Him. When we obey, we abide. And the question is, is Jesus strong enough? Is Jesus good enough? Is Jesus powerful enough? Can we trust him enough? Can we choose to obey him? And he says to us, follow me. Obedience is the greatest free decision that one makes for God. And obedience is a powerful act of love to Jesus. The scripture says, if you love me, keep my commandments. That is found in John chapter 14. Uh, and... John chapter 14, verse 15. Jesus simply says, Do you love me? If we obey, we abide. If we abide, we bear fruit. If we bear fruit, God is glorified. But we must ask another question. Because today we're asking a lot of questions. And the next question is, is why do I obey the Lord? Why do I obey Jesus? And John chapter 14, verse 15, and verse 22, and verse 23 says, If you love me, you will obey what I command. 
This is what Jesus said to his, his disciple Peter. He said, Do you love me more than these? Love is the most powerful motivator in all of the universe. It's the most, it motivates us, it causes us to want to act. And so I want to ask you, brothers and sisters, this morning, do you love Jesus? I mean, really, I'm asking this question this morning, do you really love Jesus? And Jesus said, if you love me, then you will obey what I command. And so then the question has to become, you know, our obedience combined with God's faithfulness is going to lead to great things at the Akron Chinese Christian Church. Alright, so this type of question then comes down to us and Jesus asks the question and he says, Do you love me? And if you really love me, will you do what I say? Because when you keep my commandments, you abide in me. And when you abide, you bear fruit. And when you bear fruit, my Father is glorified. It's one of the great things that we can do is to love Jesus. Now we have to ask one more question. And the question is, how and why can I love God? And the answer is found in the first epistle of John, 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. Verses 18, uh, verses uh, 16 through 19. 1 John 4. That's all right, we're going to take our time because we want to let God's word speak to us today. Verses 16 through 19. Listen to the word of God. Jane, thank you for doing such a great job today. I, I really mean it. Thank you. I haven't finished. I know, you're not done. Sorry. I didn't know if you were finished or not. And we love him because he first loved us. So you ask the question, 
What does it really mean to glorify God? And the question then becomes, what is our purpose in life? What is the meaning of my life? Why does God keep me here on the earth after I have become a Christ follower? What does it mean to have a life that counts in the kingdom of God? And our purpose in life is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. To magnify God. And we magnify God by bearing spiritual fruit. It glorifies God. And we glorify God through bearing fruit by abiding in Christ. Be at home in the presence of Jesus. And Jesus says that you will abide in me when you obey my commands. Trust and obey. There is no better way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. And we obey him because we love him. Not because we're terrified of him. We obey because we love him. And we love him because he first loved us. And that is one of the great questions that we ask about what is the purpose and the meaning of our life. There is no other name to follow except for the name of Jesus. And I want to say to you that it is a privilege to bring God's word to you this morning. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jane, very much.